What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hobson Fairman. And if you're listening to this in real time, it is Black Friday. I just have to say, like, when I worked retail, everyone would, like, freak out about Black Friday, and it was this big, daunting thing. I actually kind of loved it. <laughs> like, I thought it was fun. It was, like, wild and all, like, I don't know, like... Your day went by so fast and you're just grinding. I don't know. It was just exciting and Christmas music was playing and you could smell like the roasted almond or chestnuts or whatever. <laughs> Are they almonds? I think they're almonds in in the mall. Like it just, it's such a vibe. I loved it. <laughs> so call me crazy, but I kind of liked it. Anywho, if you guys are working Black Friday, I hope you're surviving. I hope you enjoy it as much as I used to. <laughs> um, and if not, this is your chance to go get yourself a yummy coffee, go slick your hair back, maybe, you know, throw on a comfy sweatshirt or a comfy sweater just to make your day a little bit, a little bit better if you can. Anywho, I have another great conversation today. I have Kalei on. She is our wardrobe stylist. A lot of you guys probably know her or have seen her at shoots. Um, she is the stylist for um, one of our big accounts, and she seriously brings it every time. Every shoot we have, we will pull out the wardrobe, and I am just, like, in awe. Like, I don't even know where she finds this stuff. Like, it is truly a talent and she puts things together in a way that just I would never think to do and at first like I remember there were a few times where she'd like lay something out I'm like oh I don't know about that we put it on the model I'm like oh my gosh you are a genius it's she it really is a craft so I know that there are so many people that listen to this podcast people in the world that want to become stylists and I wanted to pick Kalei's brain. I wanted to know how she got to where she's at, what inspired this role. Um, but not only does she do photo shoots, she also does personal styling. So she'll go through people's closets and um, clean them out and put together outfits for them and tell like, you know, does shopping for them for those essentials they need. She just does it all. And she is just such a great genuine person so i'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit more but i also wanted to warn you guys i was editing editing this podcast and i'm a little embarrassed because i talk in circles way more than usual so if that's really annoying i'm so sorry guys like this this episode made it very apparent and i tried to edit as much as i could and i just <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sorry. But anyway, without further ado, Kalei Stroud. All right, guys. I'm so happy to be here with Kalei Stroud. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Seriously, this was a long time coming, actually. Um, and... So for those of you that don't know Kalei, Kalei is a stylist. She's a, a wardrobe stylist, so she does personal shopping and she also styles shoots. We work together very closely with a client and she styles all of the shoots and literally you take, you've taken our shoots to the next level. Like every time we like get there and we go through all the looks, I'm literally like, we couldn't do this without Kalei. Like you have helped us 
curate this brand you are so talented uh, so i'm so excited to get talking thank you so much i feel really lucky to work with you guys we're so much fun you. yeah it's so fun so okay so Kalei, you have people's dream job like literally you are like you you like you literally get to pick out outfits <laughs> and go shopping for a living yeah and people just are dying to do that so let's talk about you how did you get into this position like you know maybe it started from a young age like did you have you always been into fashion and then from there i want to know like how did you get your job so like little little calais like what was she like she was pretty cool um i like her a lot yeah, um, I love that. I so I grew up playing tennis for most of my life. I played competitive tennis um, from when I was like seven till about eighteen, and it was like my big passion. Like that's like the one thing I wanted to do for a really long time. Um, I wanted to pursue it in college, like playing college, and that didn't end up working out. But I remember when I was little, I wanted to. Uh, become a fashion designer like I was really excited about that so I got a sewing machine for Christmas I um, my dad had a fashion designer friend that I would watch her make clothes oh wow that's so cool and it was really fun she was from Africa and she was so cool Um, and thinking back on it she was probably more of like a alterationist tailor type person but she was really talented yeah and um, I was just sewing back and forth, and it was really fun, and I got pretty good at sewing when I was younger, and then I just stopped sewing, so I'm not good at it anymore. Yeah. Um, but I remember saying that I wanted to be a fashion designer, and my parents were kind of like, well, like, everyone wants to be a fashion designer. Yeah, like, yeah. let's think a little bit broader. Like, they were hoping for something bigger. Like, you could do a lot of different things. Like, you don't have to be just a fashion designer, and keep in mind, you don't have to do one job for the rest of your life yeah so when I was little I wanted to be a tennis instructor a fashion designer I wanted to be a cook all these random different things yeah all the things that were fun for you yes all the things that were I was really interested in at the time so um when I went to college I decided to study public health and that was really fun and my goal when I was probably in high school was to create a restaurant that had three different levels, Okay. which is always so fun to think about. Um, so the first level would be like a restaurant bakery type style place. Yeah. And then the middle level would be a like clothing store where I would sell clothes that I curated myself. Um, and then the top level would be like a yoga studio gym type oh my of situation gosh. literally all the things you've ever wanted yes, yeah I love it so I was like oh I'm gonna do that like yeah. I can do that I can um just go into public health and figure out how to become a nutritionist like there's literally like a million things that I was trying to figure out um which I feel like is good when you're growing up and learning more about yourself I was just like I'm gonna do this this is and like none of it really made sense and when people would ask me what I wanted to do during undergrad for my job, I would always be like, uh, I don't know. Like, I might create like a like a restaurant. I might go into insurance. Like, nothing was super exciting to me yet. Yeah. Um, 
And then I started working at Nordstrom as a stylist in the men's collection or men's store. Yeah. <laughs> and that was really fun. I I feel like that helped me come into my style more just because I was able to explore the kinds of outfits I could wear to work. I hadn't done business casual yet. So I was doing lots of different looks for myself and I was just trying to be as creative as I could. Um, so yeah, that was really fun doing that. And then, um, yeah, I, when I was working at Nordstrom, I got really into styling and then I decided that I wanted to create my own business. Yes. So um, a friend of mine who has an absurd amount of clothing, yes. she has um, <clears throat> a room that has, it's like a room for a closet. So it's like her entire room was just a closet. It was a two bedroom apartment. She had her room that was a full closet of clothes. And then this other room, which was like, wall-to-wall clothing oh my gosh that's incredible yeah no it was it was insane and she has like an incredible collection she's been building this up since she was probably in high school um she had a lot of vintage thrifted pieces so we decided that we wanted to come together and build like a styling thing together um and so we did that and that was really fun. We planned one big shoe and I invited all of my cousins who are like models and yeah. beautiful. We shot with one of them, right? Yes. Moana. Moana. She's so stunning. She is so, so beautiful. So cute. I love her. So brought all my cousins and my little sister and we shot them in the desert somewhere in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really fun. And that was, that was like the first creative shoot and the first moment where I was like I think I could really do this like I think I could get into this and I could make it like a like I could make my dreams happen yeah so um I started the Instagram and Instagram has been so hard for me I'm gonna be honest like posting and being consistent with posting is like very very time consuming for me so I started getting a little bit better at that and I posted one reel of myself and I was really excited about it. Um, it was really cool. And I got to almost 3,000 views and I was like, whoa, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, people, yeah, people are interested in this. Yeah. This is exciting. So um, I started doing more of that and actually that's when you reached out to me, which was really awesome. Oh yeah. Like right after that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's happening. I have my first, first thing. And um, before then I was trying to reach out to brands like, hey, if you need a stylist, if you need someone to work with, like I'm open, you can rent my clothes, I can come to you, we can make something work. And I actually reached out to Bella and I was yeah. like, hey Bella you need a stylist for sauce, please reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'll keep you in mind. And then a few months later, she reached out. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. It was really fun. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, and that's like, that goes to show networking is key, right? And like introducing yourself to brands or if you see someone in the creative field, just being like, hey, this is what I offer. Like, if you ever need anything, I'm here. And, you know, sometimes you don't get the fruits of your labor right away. Like, 
you reached out to Bella a couple months before, right? And then mm-hmm. once we needed a stylist, it was like, oh, call Calais, let's go, you know? And so I think that's so, like, such a good piece of, like, okay, I knew I wanted to do this, and so I had to go introduce myself to a bunch of brands or even, like, go within your own network, right? Like, you knew Bella before. So yeah. it was like, okay, I see that she's doing something um, that, like, I'm interested in. Let's see how, you know, if they ever need anything, I'm here, right? Yeah. So I think that's genius. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I feel really lucky. Also, I feel like I've manifested a lot of my goals and I've always been taught to like go after what I want and like really, really work at it. Yeah. Um, And I think that comes from like doing competitive tennis for so long and also having the parents that I have, they're just like, you can do it. You just have to really work at it. so that helped me a lot and I just I tried to work as hard as I could and it paid off totally so when you say you like kind of manifested your goals like do you like do you have a process of that or like what does manifesting look like for you yeah um well I don't know if this is a crazy thing to say it's probably a little arrogant but I feel like I am very I'm overly confident no it's a great in thing myself. Yeah. yeah like and maybe it's a little like false or not real but if you convince yourself that you're good enough and that you matter and like you can make things work it will happen yeah like every time and I feel like that's even just from being like a little kid like I grew up in Salt Lake City where I went to a high school that was predominantly white and being a person of color I was just like I was very different in that way so I wanted to just be like, my mom was always like, you are so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Yeah. You have to tell yourself that every day. And if you don't do that, then you won't believe it. So I did that. And I feel like doing that kind of helped me come into myself and realize that being different was okay. Yeah. And that I should um, and value my uniqueness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the correct phrase, but I should just value... Um, being unique and different and I think that's kind of what created my personal style as well um I like to do things that are weird and out of the box but also fit with my body and my personal style yeah so just kind of being really confident in that and being like well if people love what I'm wearing because I love it then I can make this like a full-time thing I can make it a job I just have to keep doing it and I have to keep showing people what I can do in my own style that's different than what other people are doing right now or like other stylists yeah so yeah I love that I think that's so crucial it's you're like that you you first said that you felt like that might be arrogant and I don't think so at all I think it's that's the key right and I think we're also taught that being confident is like we get it confused with arrogance but I mean, when you're going after big goals, if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is, you know? Um, So for anyone that's listening that's struggling with confidence, like, do you have any advice for them? Or, like, what what have been things that have helped you to really gain that confidence? Um, I think that for confidence, I think it's really important to view yourself as, like, power. View yourself as someone an individual that matters like that's so 
(laughs) might sound cliche, but it's just like, look at yourself in the mirror and like tell yourself things that you love about yourself. Like remind yourself why you're important, why people value you and also find something that you value that you want to do. You know, like if you're not doing something in your life that you love, it's going to be harder to like I think it's all connected like you have to love what you do to love the person that you are you know like it's Mm -hmm. I think those are connected and so and I know that's hard like in terms of like money like you can't just like find your dream job super easy but I think it's worth it to work at it if you have the opportunity to um and just love it and believe that you can do it and then things will come into play I yeah I think that's so crucial and when you said like in order to like do like love what you do you have to love yourself too right and I think that's why I'm personally so passionate about you know my career I've always been that way and that's why you know this podcast is a thing right it's totally it's because you know loving what you do really like your job is such a big part of your life yeah And loving what you do is really connected with yourself, right? And I think that really everything that manifests in your life really comes in. Like my friend on her bio, Kaylee, if you're listening, she has, it's like you, um, you are what you believe you are. And that is the most like true statement I've ever heard. It's so simple. But if you think about it, like anyone listening and you like, if you can take take yourself back to different times of your life like when have you had the most confidence and when have you had like no confidence what were the outcomes of both of those things you know and chances are that when you didn't have the confidence things weren't going your way right and things kind of felt dreary you weren't getting the job you weren't getting you know the things that you wanted and it, it really comes from your like security within yourself and so I just really love how you like connected those two things like that because you know we're also the girl boss age is so under (laughs) like attack right now and I I get it like I think there's so much merit to it but I think also like your career is a big deal you know and and if it's not to you that's totally fine like it doesn't have to be your whole world but like we we just spend so much time at work and so why not just do something you love and something you can be proud of and like it is like that circle like if you know you put out good work then you're proud of yourself and that gives you more confidence and you have more confidence to put in more work to like make something even better and it's just this cycle so I love that connection I feel like getting into the narrative too of like you have to do one thing your whole life I mean I, I know it's not like that anymore it's changing with this generation but the um the idea that you have to do one thing for the rest of your life kind of puts limitations on people and like I think it's important to like both of my parents changed their careers when they were in their mid-30s like late 30s so finding something you love doesn't have to be immediate and it doesn't have to be something that happens like right in your 20s or something you know about like you should take the time to value like put the work in for yourself value what you have and you'll it'll eventually come and you'll eventually find what you're passionate about and what you love i that is so good i think like think of how many people out there 
want to have a career that career that they love or a passion in general and they don't know what they're passionate about yeah and I think like what you just said just spoke completely to that person because it isn't always an overnight thing for some people they get lucky and it is in their 20s maybe it's even in childhood right like some people just know what they want to do but there's others that don't and like that's so normal you know and and you, you don't need to rush anything like just explore your options right now and like whether you are in your 30s your 40s your 50s wherever you're at in life like you can course correct it's like follow your passions and you're gonna like I think too a lot of people find different passions as they get older you know like throughout life like you might be passionate about something in your 20s and then in your 30s you're like oh I want to try this new thing yeah and I think there was a lot of shame behind that for a while where it was like, you're just hopping jobs. Like, I remember even when I was in, like, college, high school, I always had, like, five different jobs. And I would jump from job to job. And, like, I had a friend that was like, I swear you work everywhere. (laughs) And it was kind of like, I don't think she meant it rude, but I kind of was like, oh, is that weird? And now I look back and it's like, that's that's how I figured out what I wanted to do. Absolutely. And so I think, like, what you said is so crucial. It's like, don't give yourself that timeline. There is no timeline. Let yourself like explore those things that you're interested in. And who knows, maybe it will turn into a job and maybe it's just a hobby or maybe it's something that did light you up for a second. Like, yeah. And it's just giving you yourself the grace of like, there's no pressure on this. Totally. Let's see where it goes. It's like constantly evolving. Like you don't have to just stick to one thing. Like I feel like even with styling, my opinion of what I want to do changes based off of the experience that I'm having so if I'm working with a specific brand or photographer I'm like oh well maybe I don't want to do creative direction maybe I want to do more of like just creating that my like own path and own circle of what a stylist means to me like not what a stylist means to the rest of the world like what it means to me like if I want to work in I want to take a little bit from each part of celebrity styling brand styling um personal styling and just making it my own personal thing i love that it's like you're creating your own job like your own your own dream job that maybe doesn't exist right now yeah but like that's what's cool about this time in like the world i feel like we can do stuff like that you know and i think for so long we've been pigeonholed into if you want to be a stylist like it's a grind and If you want to be a celebrity stylist, for example, you are working 24-7. Yeah. And it's like, I love that you said that, you know, I want to take the pieces that I like and I'm going to create my own version of it. And I think even too with clientele, you're going to attract the right clientele with that. Like the energy that you're giving out and like you setting boundaries too. So if you want to, you know, work with a celebrity when the right celebrity is going to respect your boundaries absolutely talking about building out your own dream job have you had any experiences where you know you're working with a client and they're just not respecting your boundaries like and if so like how were you able to you know deal with that did you let them go did you you know figure out a solution like what did that look like yeah um I've had experiences where photographers or um, like the client was just like questioning the process and I feel like it's really important to talk them through why you feel like it, it it's important to advocate for yourself so yeah. it's important to be like this is why it works yeah this is why you should do it and this is like this is 
like let me explain why this would work in a marketing situation or a styling situation and why you want to set yourself apart um I think it's really important, especially from where we live right now in Utah. Yeah. There's a lot of brands that are very similar. Um, and so not a lot of... And it works, like, in terms there's of There's a reason why. Yeah. yeah. Like, it totally works. But if I, I believe that if you're trying to reach a broader base outside of Utah, you really need to work on creating that diversity in mm-hmm. terms of clothing and styling because... It, you're not going to set yourself apart if you look different. And I I value being different. Yeah. So when I'm advocating for, I don't know, uniqueness or individuality, I think that I believe it so much that it just ends up working. And the client's like, okay, I see why it works. And then if they disagree, then we come to a compromise. And I'm like, okay, well, we could try something like this that might be more comfortable for you and hopefully it works out and if it doesn't work out then I'm just like well hopefully you ask me back again you know like it's it's completely up to you but it's also it's important for me to be able to compromise I'm very very stubborn I am a Taurus and I can be very incredibly stubborn so I just really believe in myself I'm just like no this is right let me tell you why it's right and I'm just like you have to understand why someone else in the world maybe not people specifically in Utah but someone else in the world might value this because of the representation and because it looks different and I think that's why you should do it even if it's just one person um, it reached that one person that was really important to them they can tell their friends like they can tell their family members Um, and I think that's what sets a brand apart and I hope that's why people hire me so that they can try and be different and reach that one person that can connect and really um, resonate with the brand. Yeah, no, I and I, I love that. And I think there's so much good that you ha- you said in that. First, I loved that you, you're like, I'm stubborn, right? No, that you are dominant, right? You know you're confident. And when someone's hiring you to do a job, and this is something I'm really trying to like be better at. So yeah. I'm inspired by your willingness to do this, but... When you're being hired by a client, they're wanting your expertise. You are the boss, not them. Yes, you want to compromise. You got to make sure that it's still like the vision. You got to work together. But you have to have that like dominance of like, no, I am the expert. And I know that this is going to work. And you're going to get those clients that are stuck in their ways. But going to another thing you said that I loved was there's so many brands out there doing the same thing, right? And it's working. Cool. But how cool is it to be the trailblazer? You're the one that sets the tone for all those other people, right? And so I think that's the way that we want, at least like here at Sauce, we want our brand thinking that way of like, we're the ones setting the trends. We're not just following them. Yes, we can pull inspiration from other accounts and other brands. Cool, yeah, we can admire them, but we are our own brand and we are setting the tone for people that you know, want to be like us. We don't want to be the ones that yeah. are like blending in with everyone else. Absolutely. We're not trying to be like another brand. Yes. We want to try and be our own brand. We want to showcase that we are completely different. That's why you should hire us. Exactly. And I think that's like, that's such a strength of yours. And that's one of the many reasons why I love working with you is that Thank every you. shoot is taken to the next level and it feels different, you know? And 
like every look you put together, it's like, I would never think to do that. And it's, it works so well. And so it's like, it's so easy. You could easily just go to Madewell and free people and get the same type of look every time, Absolutely. but you take it to the next level. And that's what's setting the brand that we work with together. That's setting them apart. People are talking because of that. And so I love that you know that about yourself. And even though you call it stubbornness, I think you're just, you're dominant and you're confident. And that's such a good trait to have because that can be hard to, you know, curate. And I think that's what, like, you're going to be successful. You already are successful. And I think that's why it's because you know that you're talented. Whereas a lot of people, myself included, will go into a room and I think other people are experts sometimes over me even though I'm like I don't think that's the right move absolutely and I think it's so great that you have that voice to be like no like this is this is why I think that and I think you have a very good logical approach too so if anyone listening is in a similar situation when you you're like I'm pretty sure I'm right on this walking them through why you think it's right and like still hearing them out you don't have to be a bitch about it like just being like respectful being like totally hear you out this is kind of why I'm thinking this right and I that's again going back to like what you're saying like that's why you're hired they want that expertise and so and if they don't and like how you said like maybe they'll hopefully they'll ask me back like and if they don't they're not the right client for you you want those clients that trust you and trust your vision and yeah maybe you'll have some edits along the way that's very normal that's gonna happen but the people that like really like you have that same vision that's who you want to be working with anyway so the people that are like kind of stomping all over you and like not trusting you like that's not good for any like either partner right no you want it to be cohesive and you want it to work together and i think another important thing is convincing yourself you're an expert like even if you haven't had experience you have to be like well i'm really good personally so why can't i just translate that into Um, my styling and put that on a model they might not look the same as me they probably don't have the same body as me but I can make this look work on them yeah and you just have to pretend that you're an expert and then eventually you'll be an expert just based off of that experience I think that's so good and I I always I mean there's always that like fine line of like faking until you make it right because it's like but I think you do it in the right way where it's like you're gonna fake that you're you're going to convince yourself that, that you're the expert. You're telling yeah. you're you, you're going to tell yourself you're the expert, but in the meantime, you're getting that experience, you're educating yourself, you're trying new things to really become that expert. So like that really that faking it till you make it is such a good grace period. It gives you that time to really become what you're saying that you are. Totally. And that's what that's what you've done, you know? And I think like it's so cool to work with you and cuz to me I'm like you, Literally, you belong in, like, New York. Like, you are seriously so talented. I feel so lucky to have gotten to work with you. Oh, my gosh. So, Thank you. So, I mean, it just goes to show. It's like you got to tell yourself the expert, and then you are, and that's yeah. where you're at now, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's the goal. Be living in New York, working with lots of brands. Um, that's, I guess that's, like, my, like, life goal. Like, that's my lifetime. That's how I'm gonna make things work like I will work with an incredible brand um hopefully something sustainable I'll be able to like style their collection um and help curate a collection for them um just like manifesting those things like it's not like saying 
like I want to do this you have to say I will do this I will do this it's going to happen yeah and I will move to New York I will be successful things like that and I just I just really believe that it will happen so yeah I love that. It's even just changing those little words yeah. to like, it's like, instead of like, I want to, I will. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just that it's the simplest thing that will change your mindset. It's, it reaches you on like more of a subconscious level. The more you say that and speak to that, like, yeah, it really will happen instead of like, I want that feels so far away, you know, yeah. or even like saying I am, I am moving to New York. I yeah. am like, or I am living in New York. Like yeah. it's, it's coming, right? And so I think that's so, so crucial. Um, so again, you have so many girls' dream job. Let's talk about advice. Like if someone wants to be where you're at, like they wanna be styling shoots, they wanna style, you know, be doing personal styling, like what would be like the best piece of advice you could give them? Yeah. Um, first thing, obviously, um, just really value the work that you do and your own personal style it can be hard to find a personal style um but i think i found mine through lots of inspiration from where from places that i've lived i've lived in um, california and utah and north carolina and so having been in all those places having that diversity of types of women um how they dress, what they love, the colors that work well in their skin tone, finding things like that. I think it's important to find your own personal style before you become your own stylist because then you have something that sets you apart from everyone else. And um, I saw a really awesome quote. It was like, "You, the creative world might not need another creative, but they do need someone like that sets it apart. Like, yes. They don't need... like." you might think that they don't need another creative but you're not just a creative like you're your own brand you're your own like self yeah you have your own perspective on that exactly yeah, that is, is unique to everyone that's else. gonna set you apart no matter what like obviously there's lots of stylists in the world and i can't expect to do the same job as every stylist but what i'm doing is completely different and just like really believing in that and finding out what sets you apart is really important um And then, yeah, just like advocating for yourself, reaching out to brands, um, showing your work as much as you can, reaching out to your friends, saying, hey, I'd love to style you. Let's go shoot. Um, Show me your closet. I can create something for you. Um, I think it's really important to be super inclusive of a lot of different types of bodies because that isn't happening as much as it should. So that's another thing that can help set people apart is someone that's inclusive and someone that's doing something that's different um so yeah well i think that even just goes back to what you said at the beginning of like it's that cycle right you've gotta you gotta love yourself so that you can love what you do or you can you gotta love what you do so you can love yourself right and it's like especially with styling, you've got to love your personal style and be very secure in that. I actually used to be a stylist. Yeah. And I think that's where I actually went wrong was I catered to what everyone else was wanting me to do. Whereas like my personal style was so different. I always joke about how like I was known for like my pictures in the mountains with my wide brim hats. And I'm like, (laughs) 
I am not a mountain girl. I've never worn a wide brim hat like willingly. Like, and but that's what I was known for. And like, that's what I would. That was like the style of stuff that I was like putting together because that's what was trending. Absolutely. And I got into a space where I felt so creatively like frustrated because it was like everything I was created creating was not me at all right and it's been it was so much push and pull that i ended up just i'm like i'm done like it's this isn't what i want to do because it's not i can't bring my vision to life because i wasn't nurturing that vision because i didn't stay true to my personal style from the very beginning and so i think that like piece of advice is so crucial like even coming from someone who i didn't do that and i think if i had that anchor Maybe I'd still do it, you know? Maybe I'd still be in that world. I'm in it in a different way, and I think you I belong found, where I'm at. Yeah, at, yeah I feel like well, that makes like more sense. Well, that's like a perfect example of, like, experience through styling. Like, you found out that you wanted to do, like, the creative direction of styling Yeah. through styling. Like, you didn't, like, you can still do both, but mm-hmm. so you found something that you're more passionate about through that avenue, and, it like, you're just creating your own styling or your totally. own form of styling yeah um because it doesn't always have to be fashion styling or like you created something that you can do styling overall exactly yeah exactly i love that and i think it's funny too because you always you always think you're going to go into an industry right and you're like oh like i feel like especially with fashion i did a podcast like a couple days ago with some girls that are like super into fashion and they work in the industry and it's like we all think we're going to be a designer right yeah when you go into it and then once you get into the industry, there's so many different avenues for you to go into. And you actually kind of don't know where you're going to end up unless you try it all. So and true. so I think you make a really good point. It's like, yeah, I guess I'm still in the world, but I made it in a different facet. You know, I'm still in the styling world, but just like overall. And it just makes way more sense. But I think how, like, I guess like the big moral of this conversation is like you have to have confidence in yourself. And you have to like have that like, yeah, that grounded like trusting of yourself in your personal style to be successful, right? And Absolutely. like advocating for yourself is so important because if you don't, who else will, yeah. you know? And maybe, yeah, like you have a talent and people are like, hey, go hire Kalei. She's amazing, blah, 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 blah. But if I met you and you're like, ah, yeah, I'm kind of good at it. I don't know. I, yeah. I think I could do it. Like it was your conviction of like, yeah, let's do it. This is what I'm going to do. And like, I remember meeting you for the first time and we went through the looks that we were, you were putting together. And I was literally like this girl. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't like a, you weren't questioning me. Like you weren't like questioning yourself, right? You're like this, I think this will be good. This will be good. This will be good. Is this in line with what you're seeing? And it was like, it wasn't like, is this good enough? It was like, is this matching the vision? Right. And I think that is so important for everyone listening to this. I wish people had that. And it's something you can nurture, you know? So Totally. And I actually wanted to touch back on the trends idea of another thing. Um, trends are trends are so limited. Yeah. And they're only gonna be around for so long. So when going with personal style, um, trend you can still find trends that make that work for your brand and that work for you but it's important it's especially for sustainability it's important to kind of just come into your own trend like yeah make your own trends like make make it work for you and like that's another way to find a really good personal style I totally agree with that I think like 
even like getting older too i it's like there's always so many trends right and like thinking okay talk this is talking about like personal style it's like there are so many trends and i see i have a lot of friends that can follow the trends and it just looks so good at the, yeah. on them no matter what it is like yeah. i know so many girls like that and i love that and i just have never been that person like there's things that i loved in like 2016 like style wise that i still love like yeah. It's, it's, it's just interesting. It's like understanding like what your style is and you can incorporate trends here and there. Right. Totally. But if I don't know like, what you can keep forever, like yeah. something I, when I'm shopping, that's what I look for. I always look for forever pieces. Yes. Not for something that will be out of style in like a few months. It's really yeah. important to look for things that like will work for your body or that you can give to your children when you don't have mm-hmm. that same body. Um, that will like last forever i love that and i totally agree and it's like yeah like if a trend speaks to you do it but if it doesn't you don't have to fit into that absolutely not whereas like my friends the few girls that i know that can do that i'm like they're just so adaptable yes. and it works it's, it does work I and love it's that beautiful and yeah. it's and it's still really fun like trends are really fun to play into but you don't have to convince yourself to follow a trend because it's trending you should do it because it's something that you want in your collection. I think that's important. It's not like your closet or your clothes. It's like a collection of clothes that you've curated for yourself throughout the years that are important to you and that make you feel good. I love that. I keep like going through my closet and like purging. Like I just want like a capsule wardrobe at this point. I'm like, I want like, like, maybe 10 pieces that all work together yeah you know what I mean I feel like that's kind of how I got started too another way I got started with styling like I just started finding statement pieces yeah that I was really obsessed with yeah and that I could I would find how to incorporate um other pieces together with them kind of like blend them together to match my own personal style so don't be afraid to like get really weird with your clothing items especially if they look good on you and you're concerned and you're like well i don't know if i can make this work like you can make it work yeah if it looks good to you and it looks good yeah totally you should do it even if it's like even if you what's a good example of utah um even if you are going to the grocery store yeah this is anywhere in the world yeah (laughs) and you have this outfit that you haven't worn yet just like wear it feel confident for like 10 seconds like you're never going to see any of those people again or maybe you will and like at least they got to see you in that light and you shining like that and that's like 10 seconds of feeling good about yourself and yeah just be confident in that and that's a good way to experience what it would be like to have that own style and just show it off I love that I I think when you were saying that too I remember like being in like junior high high school and I would save like my cute outfits for like like a the, perfect a good day. day yeah and then I'd never wear it yeah and I remember vowing to myself it was like I think it was like junior or senior year of high school and I'm like no more saving outfits I don't care if it's a freaking Tuesday yeah I'm wear my bomb ass <laughs> outfit yes and then that's when you start having more bomb ass outfits more consistently and exactly. like you build you and you're building that confidence within yourself that you're like oh I do have style so I think yeah whether you're going to the grocery store or it's, it's a random Tuesday like yeah wear what makes you feel confident and like it's such like a 
Like, I always say that the way that I dress, like, that's how I express myself. I used to, like, feel, like, I always got really anxious in social settings. So I feel like I couldn't articulate who I was. Mm -hmm. So how I did that was through clothes. That was the only way that I knew how. And so... It is important, you know, like it might sound like a vain thing. People always make fun of girls for like, or anyone like shopping, shopping, shopping. But it's like, no, it's such an expression of ourselves. And when, especially when you feel like you're not dressing, it's like you're not showing who you are on the outside. It really does kind of hinder you on the inside. Like everyone says like when you feel good about yourself, like, are you look good you feel good yeah right? and it shows people it gravitate towards it um yeah absolutely when someone is shining their light in a way that's like so beautiful you're like whoa i'm really attracted to that person like yeah. i really want to know more about how they got there and it's important to like embody that within yourself too like try to at least absolutely and i think you can do that through clothing i totally agree and even like depicting your mood too you yeah. know like Sometimes you're, like, feeling, like, super boss-ass, like, polished. Like, maybe you're going to wear a pantsuit and a slick-back bun. Or, like, maybe you're feeling more grungy. You wear a hoodie and, like, combat boots. Like, you can change it and, like, make it your own thing. And so, and I think, too, like, taking note of the things that feel like you when you wear them and things that don't feel like you. And that's just because, like, it doesn't feel like you doesn't mean it's not cute. Yeah. But it maybe just doesn't, like... I even think about like colors. If I wear like bright colors, I love bright colors and I think they're beautiful on everyone. Then I put them on myself. I'm like, I feel like a fish out of water. No. Like it's so weird. Like, and it's nothing like, it's not like I don't like the color. I'm like sad. I'm like, wait, I love wearing, like I love red, but yeah. when I wear it, I'm like, you're like, it's too bold. It's too bold. Yeah. It's too, it's like, I don't know. It's yeah. really weird, but everyone's different. Or like maybe you try to, you're trying to, wear all neutrals and do all that and you're like i just feel like i feel like i don't feel right like totally switch it up and there is there's times where you have to save things like red for example for a special occasion but when you do it like just rock it yeah i think that's the best advice i would say actually like rock what you're wearing feel so confident and if you're not confident literally convince yourself yeah that you look like so hot and you're and then it will work totally it will work it's crazy it's going back to like the confidence in you like in yourself really is going to reflect like it in every way like that is like it's that's not just like the i think the premise of this conversation that's just everything in life right yeah it starts with you and your confidence and like really if you feel like you're not confident like i would challenge you to take the next month two months next year make that a goal like how do i find that confidence it's crazy once you have the confidence like what can happen what will happen you know yeah just like write things down that you want to work on um write things down that you love about yourself all things like that just like going back to like when you were in middle school and maybe a life figure of yours would tell you how to feel important like literally do those things yeah i love i love that it's like it's so huge so okay well this conversation was amazing thank you so much for joining me of course um for oh i have one more question oh my gosh this is the most important question yes it's the hardest question okay if you could only have one sauce for the rest of your life what would it be and why (laughs) 
Sauce? Like condiment sauce. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh no, this is hard. I know. Okay, ranch was the first thing that came to mind. Mm -hmm. But I also love sweet Thai chili sauce. Ooh, okay. It's like incredible on almost everything. Wow. Um, If I could only have one sauce for the rest of my life, I don't know if I'd go creamy or spicy. I'd I'd have to say sweet Thai chili. I feel like that makes sense for me. Yeah, I feel like that's you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, like that embodies my style. <laughs> that does embody your style. Yes, I love that. Like even the Trader Joe's bottle, it's so cute. Like the aesthetics there. The aesthetics, even the way that the sauce looks, it's like thick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Red hair. Yes, flavor <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. Of course. Um, For anyone that's listening that wants to find you, where can they find you? Yeah, um, you can find me. My personal is at Kalehinano, K-A-L-E-I-H-I-N-A-N-O. And then my styling account is under at styles.kaleh. So yeah, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Yes, I will have that all linked in the show notes. If you guys are creatives, you're needing a stylist. I cannot recommend Clay enough. Truly, you're so talented. It's stupid. And like, (laughs) I know I say this all the time. So I really hope you like know it's coming from a genuine place. No, it makes you so happy. Yeah. You you don't have to stop. You can keep telling me. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm obsessed with you. I, I just haven't seen like this much talent in so long. Like, it's just... Yeah, you're incredible. I can't wait to see where you go. Thank you're you. gonna do big things. Just don't forget about us, okay? <laughs> I won't. I won't. You guys are my first. By the way, Sauce was my first ever styling, professional styling gig, and it's been incredible. I'm so lucky to know them. So lucky to have Sam as a boss. Work with the all female crew has been so empowering. And so yeah, I just feel really lucky. We love you. Thank you so much. Of course. Okay, well, we'll talk again soon. Yes.